0: Usually when a band is doing a music interview for a new album, they come into a nice studio with fancy mics and engineers. They sit down, they talk about the album, and they perhaps play a few songs together in that studio with the perfect acoustics and all the bells and whistles. But because of coronavirus, you can't really do that right now. Okay, sounds good. And then what do you want me to do with with this phone? So for this interview, the band Chicano Batman had to be a part. And they had to handle all the technical stuff themselves. I won't explain too much, but basically this meant that each band member I talked to had to hold two phones the entire interview. One to listen to me and one to record themselves. It was a lot.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's up. Yeah, I got it like at 25% per the instructions. Um, yeah, I think it's recording.
0: Yeah. The band it's members recording. couldn't see me and they couldn't even see each other because they were a part two. Hello, hello. I'm speaking to half of Chicano Batman right now. How are y'all? Good.
1: Good, man. Just right here, just talking on two hello. phones. Hijacking my, hijacking <laughs> it's so my wife's weird. phone. It's so
0: weird. Well, tell her uh, I said thanks. From NPR, I'm Sam Sanders. It's been a minute. And today, the most technically challenging music interview we've ever done on the show before. With perhaps the only two people chill enough to roll with all the punches. My
1: name is Carlos Arevalo, I'm guitar player for Chicano Batman. My name is Bardo Martinez. I'm the singer of Chicano Batman. I can't stop reflecting upon the reflection
0: of my own reflection. It's like a mind game that I can't tame. Carlos and Bardo are half of the band Chicano Batman. You could throw a lot of words at the music Chicano Batman makes. It's funk. It's psychedelic. It's soul. It's indie. It's throwback. But none of these words can really sum it all up. Maybe the best way to describe their music is to say that it's pure, authentic Los Angeles. More on that later. Chicano Batman has a new album out right now. It is called Invisible People. They're supposed to be on tour for this album, as you hear this. But instead, they're all home in quarantine, like me. I talked with Carlos and Bardo about how you promote a new album without being able to go anywhere and perform it. We also discussed why their sound is SoCal, perhaps more than anything else, and how they're finding peace and joy, even as it seems all the world has been turned upside down. All right, here's our chat, enjoy. I have a technical logistical question for y'all. Like, y'all are a band that is used to touring and doing shows especially around the release of a new album how does a band of four people work right now when you're supposed to like be apart
1: well well I'll just answer it this way we were going to play Coachella um so we had the two dates lined up right uh now we were really like digging in uh and rehearsing two or three times a week um basically right up to like the quarantine time we were actually in our rehearsal space when we you know when we started hearing of Toilet paper being diminished and, you know, just people rushing to the grocery stores. we like straight up. We had like a whole set list ready for Coachella, a uh, set list, a huge set list ready for our own, um, you know, headlining shows throughout the country. And looking back at it, it was like, wow, we were ready. Like we were sharp. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, Then quarantine happened and we haven't seen each other
2: since March 12th or something like that. That's rough. <laughs> That's one of our strengths creatively is that we work together as a group and we might write some stuff apart, but in general, when it comes time to get down to like the business that's going to get put out in terms of content, we do it together. And right now we've been apart and it's been a lot of Zoom meetings and basically just been handling press, to be honest, uh, during this downtime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Before I get to the album, I just want to ask, like the four of y'all haven't been able to see each other. Do y'all miss each other? I miss all the
1: guys, yeah, for sure yeah we we actually saw each other not too long ago. um, we had to assign them a, a bunch of album covers and postcards for fans. We did it in Carlos's backyard, you know, suited up in gloves and whatnot, but yo, it was literally like my first in, like contact with some with my friends, you know in, in a minute, it's funny because. You have Bardo at one end of a long table and Gabriel
2: at the other end with masks on their face and gloves. And I'm like, you know, on the other side of the yard talking to them. It's like, wow, this is the world we live in today.
0: Oh, totally. I want to talk about the album. Um, I've been playing it a lot. My colleague Andre has been playing it nonstop. I like it. And I want to break down one song that I have probably had on repeat the most. It's called Moment of Joy. It is like, Perfect SoCal riding music. I'm like a cloud, shape shifting everywhere. Above the brown, I'm flying through the air, right past the crowd. My heart is screaming loud. What is the song about? What is the moment of joy in that song, basically?
1: It was just a vibe, man. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just really a vibe.
0: There was,
1: there was a vibe though, that, that I had with my daughter one time. I was just literally, when I say her, her light that shines, right? I was just something that I connected with with my daughter. she was just singing or something or like I just latched on to a moment you know and you know how it is when you latch onto a moment, Sam, like you're kicking it or, or you're with your I, 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 I uh, started following your, your page on Instagram and I was just like, I see that you got a dog. I'm sure you, you, you know you caught your moment of joy. Oh yeah, you know it, it's something that lands on you For life
0: that shines You know, just hearing you talk through this, it's like what I hear you getting at is this idea of mindfulness and this idea of being present and using your senses to just find beauty where you can, wherever you can. And that is a particularly important thing to do right now when you can't take yourself outside. You got to find those moments of joy and hold on. If it's a concert, if it's your daughter in the back seat, if it's your dog... Take the moments. Yes,
1: exactly. And it's just like, I, I think a lot of people get lost in the superficialness of everything. Especially, I guess, we're musicians and we're, we're up in the mix in the musical milieu. And, uh, you know, it's hard to communicate sometimes the essence of, of what you're feeling, you know, even though that's what you're there to do, right? Like, we're all here to, like, kind of express ourselves and to be ourselves you know, as musicians now, but within the music industry, obviously, like, especially in Los Angeles, it can be very jaded and it can be very like, okay, well, uh, I listened to this for 10 seconds. So I'm not feeling it, but move, moving on. But now, at least for me, that's part of my mission in, in doing this is, uh, you know, there's a lot of depth and, and beautiful energy in the process of making music and the process of just living. Now, I guess it's a challenge to to the listener, you know, like, yo, dig
0: in. Dig in. So y'all said a few times out that like there's just like a certain vibe and I feel the vibe you're talking about in this album, but I want you like if you could put your fingers on the vibe, how would you describe the vibe of the album in like a few words?
2: This record is like a, a sea change for us, um, stylistically we wanted to explore different textures, different rhythms that we might not have done before on previous records. And so that was a, a nice shot in the arm for us and inspired
1: us to to try new things. Yeah. What's the vibe of this record? The vibe is to just like, have you throw it on your car, you know, open it up on Spotify or wherever you're going to play it. If you got the CD, put it in, just bump it. You know, like we're just trying to make bumping music that's undeniable. It's lit, you know what I'm saying? All
0: it's lit. I also enjoy how, with the album, it doesn't fit in any one genre. It's a little funk. It's a little soul. <laughs> it's a little like throwback, retro, like lowrider music, like. Y'all have always been genre non-specific, but this one feels expressly so, and I like that too.
1: That's amazing. You. And, you know that that was really our, that's always kind of been our, our goal. Is just uh, how could I put it? Like, you know, everybody's trying to lump everything into a genre. Like I said, going back to the superficial aspects of music, or etc. Um, the language of music, you know, it's like we're all we all use it. I mean, I'm not trying to say that I don't use it. I, I also like classify things that I listen to, but now. It's like, but if you hear what I listening, if you hear what I listen to, it's all over the place. And but there's a common thread to it. You know, dope music is just dope music.
0: Put that on a t-shirt. All right, time for a break. When we come back, I ask Bardo and Carlos about issues that come up a lot in Chicano Batman's music, race and class.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the five-star rated puzzle game with thousands of levels, tons of characters to collect, and fun stories to follow. The game updates monthly, so there is always a new challenge to master. Help these cute and courageous characters while you play through engaging puzzle levels anywhere and anytime. No internet required. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play for free. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends.
0: We're spending more time at home than ever before. So now's a great time to finally adopt a dog, right?
2: Socialization is going to be harder because socialization and social distancing uh, are definitely at odds.
0: (laughs) So before you decide to adopt a canine companion during quarantine, listen and subscribe to NPR's Life Kit. You know, we, we, we've we talked about how, like, your music is just a vibe and it's cool vibes. And, you know, songs like A Moment of Joy are all about being present and appreciating the beauty in life. But also, there's stuff on here that is inherently political about things like race and class, which is a theme throughout all of your work. But I want to talk now about a song that speaks just to that, um, the song Invisible People. Who are the invisible people?
1: It's everybody. All of us are invisible when we... You know, you're invisible to the tax man. You're invisible to, I don't know, maybe the person at the grocery store um, living in a big city. You're pretty invisible because of the amount of people, because of history, because of politics, because of all these things that really you have no control over. And, you know, the truth is, is, you know, you could be black, white, uh, you could be Latino, whatever it is. You know, these are all just classifications that lump you into something that are not necessarily who you are. You know, that's not who I am. You know, all these terms that that have just been there, you know, since we were
0: born. Well, y'all say in the song, quote, The concept of race
2: was implanted inside your
0: brain. The concept of race was implanted inside your brain. And I heard that and I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. When y'all have a lyric like that in a song like Invisible People what do you want people to take from it and does the intended message vary based on the race of the listener
1: that's a, that's a great that's a great question and the truth is it's, it it is going to change depending on the the person but i mean i think the core message is this that you know it's we're just all, we're all human you know and we're all that's just it man just looking at all of the different labels and really start to question them you know down to whiteness is a big one because everybody has you know gone through the school system and learned about civil rights and and all those these different terms are just kind of thrown at you I think from day one to pretty much just kind of like have you believe them you know not necessarily to question them you don't start to question those things until like you're in college in certain classes maybe if you're lucky enough to have a a teacher that's really kind of looking at it as a as a construct you know
0: In thinking about writing songs about race and talking about race in your work, y'all have been doing that, but has the way that you conceptualize race in your music changed recently? This is y'all's first album since the 2016 election. It's an album that's coming out in the midst of a pandemic in which we know different races are affected differently. Like, is this moment making y'all through your work and just in your lives maybe think about race differently?
1: I'll just say that we weren't trying to be so expressly political. Like for this album, for example, if I was, if I am going to make a stand like that or make a statement like that, then I wanted to make it hit, you know? And I wanted to make refine it, you know? I feel like, like this message is a refined message. And I think it's a strong one. You know, it gets straight to the heart of the matter. You know, it says, the concept of race was implanted in your brain, like straight up. And I feel like we all have that problem. People in our own community of of Latinos, of, of Mexican America, or w- whatever it is, have a very narrow-minded kind of outlook on life, you know? It's not just like white Americans, it's everybody. I mean, narrow-mindedness in, in relation to race or class or politics or music or whatever it is, has, you know, that's
0: really the problem. Totally. When we come back, how Chicano Batman's music is perhaps the ultimate reflection of their home, Los Angeles.
2: The biggest story in the world is a science story. And keeping up with all the latest coronavirus research, it's a lot. So on Shortwave, we translate the science you need to know into short daily episodes. Listen and subscribe to Shortwave from NPR.
0: It's so interesting hearing y'all talk, hearing y'all unpack this idea of your music being a little bit genreless. Unpacking the ways in which your music talks about race in this certain way. Like, it all feels very LA to me. Like, hearing y'all talk about the album, the one like universal theme that I'm hearing here is that, like, this is an album and this is music that can only really come from Angelinos.
1: Look, we're from LA, but we're also like, we're also a melting pot. That's what LA is. Exactly. I'm Mexican, Colombian. Carlos is Salvadoran, Mexican. Gabriel is from Colombia. Eduardo's from, you know, he's pretty much from East LA. That's that is LA. Like like in itself, like it's just like and I think that's at least for me, that's what what Chicano Batman was always about in kind of like challenging what this notion of being an Angelino or an American or a person is about, you know, it's it's like it's uh, you know, there's people who have all kinds of different identities, you know. It's like a DNA test. I took my DNA test and, you know, I'm, I'm African, bro. I'm European. I'm native. You know, I'm all those things. And it's just like, how do you represent that in, in today's day and age? It's difficult.
0: Yeah. And like, that's the beauty of a band like yours. And that's the beauty really of LA. Like it is this place where everything's just there and you just see it all. And in thinking of that vibe, this vibe of the band that is kind of a, this bit of everything, Carlos, what song from your album do you think most speaks to that unique spirit?
2: Well, I don't know. You have like a song like Manuel's Story, which is like kind of displaying the multicultural inspiration that goes into making a record of ours. The other day,
1: my uncle told me a story. He said, son, it gets a bit-
2: for me, that song is actually, the drum beat is inspired by uh, German progressive, like, kraut rock music. But then you take Bardo's lyrics and he's telling the story of a family member uh, escaping the drug cartels in Colombia. And then you have this crazy mix of styles and stories. And it just creates something new and eclectic.
0: When y'all can finally all get back together as a band, doing your thing, that first show, that first concert, where do you play and what song do you open with?
1: What's someone's going to be on our, our, our set list, Carlos,
2: for our uh, shows. Yeah, when we were rehearsing for Coachella, the set list was leaning really heavily on all the new material. I think we were going to open with Color in My Life, just have Gabriel get the groove hard from the downbeat, and then we just come in after uh, four beats. We would just be grateful to be able to be in a place together where you know it would make sense that everyone's uh can be safe and healthy for it to happen.
1: Are you a
0: Listeners, close your eyes and imagine you're hearing this song at a wonderful outdoor concert with Chicano Batman and the sun shining and a perfect breeze and everything's great. Let's imagine that.
1: There you go. That's amazing. I'm it's down like for that. the It's like Berlin, the Berlin Wall just fell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the war is over, we won, and it's a celebration. The war is over. That's right. Yep. Thanks again to Carlos Arevalo and Bardo Martinez of the band Chicano Batman. Their newest album, Invisible People, is streaming right now, wherever you get your music. I suggest you listen to it. It is a very calming, relaxing vibe. This episode was produced by Andrea Gutierrez with help from Janae West, and it was edited by Jordana Hochman. Listeners, per usual... We love hearing not just new albums from bands like Chicano Batman. We also love to hear from you on this show. Email me at any time throughout any week. Send a picture of your dog or your cat or your newborn baby. Send some audio sharing the best part of your week. Whatever it is, just hit us up at samsanders at npr.org. samsanders at npr.org. Okay, we're back on Friday. Till then... Thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay sane, stay home too, okay? I'm Sam Sanders. Talk soon.